0: Welcome to How to Eat Less Water, the podcast for anyone who's concerned about the state of our environment and wants to live more sustainably, but is short on either time, money, ideas, or all three. I'm your host, Florencia Ramirez, author of the award-winning book Eat Less Water and a Kitchen Activist. Every Monday and Wednesday, I share bite-sized action steps anyone can implement in their kitchen. Why the kitchen? The average person eats between 500 to 1300 gallons of virtual water every day. Our food is the best place to turn our hope for a better environment into action. Wanna receive 10 tips to eat less water for your summer parties? Go to eatlesswater.com to download the free list. Now, let's dig in and grow well-being together. Hi, welcome. I'm Florencia Ramirez and this is the How to Eat Less Water Podcast, episode two. Today I'm gonna spend some time with you talking about water footprint totals and why it's important, at least. As a beginning point to understand how to eat less water and to save food and to choose the right types of foods to be part of the solution to save water on this planet and really just to grow well-being. That's my ultimate goal is to grow well-being for myself, for my family, for my community, and for this planet. I want to begin by just telling you the story of how I started to think about water footprint which I believe is how most people think about it. It's the water that you see. When we're told, for example, during these drought periods like the one that we're currently in, to save water, the focus is on the water we can see, which makes sense because, you know, you turn on the tap and you can count how many gallons of water it's are flowing. So, for example, in the shower, every minute the water's on, it's about one and a half gallons to two and a half gallons depending on your shower head of of water that's flowing out of that nozzle. So that's the same for when you turn on the hose, when you turn on your sprinklers, when you know all of those things. and then that water adds up to about, you know, for an average household, around 200 so gallons of water every day that we use. That's the water footprint. So b- about three droughts ago, or maybe it was four droughts ago, or 15 years, because and the reason I can mark this time is because I had just given birth to my daughter, Sreya, who will be 15 in, in a matter of days, actually. I had begun to think about showers and shower timers at that same period of time, 15 years ago during a drought because we were given instructions as we always are of ways to save water. During a drought I did a calculation to find out how many gallons of water we could save if we reduced our shower time. So essentially I was calculating the water footprint and I learned that if you were to reduce your shower time by four minutes you would save 2,500 gallons of water in a year on average. So if you had met me, you know, 15 uh, years ago, or even 10 years ago, and you saw me say at an Earth Day event, which I often was at, I still am actually, and I would have been talking to you about the water footprint of your shower. And I was really impressed by those numbers. And then one day I discover this whole concept of virtual water footprint in a book I was reading. And in the book, it, it didn't spend a lot of time on the virtual water footprint of food, but one, I had never even heard of virtual water footprint. I had been in the world of water footprints, but really focused on the, on the water you can see. That you use on a daily basis every time you turn on the tap, not the water that's unseen. So, if you look around wherever you're at, whether you're in your car, whether you're in your office, or wherever it is, notice everything has a water footprint. It takes water to grow and produce every single thing on this planet. There's a fancy calculation, which I can't do, but there is a fancy calculation where you can figure out what the average amount of water it is to produce anything from the clothes you're wearing to the food you're eating. And so it turns out 70% of all fresh water on this planet is used to grow food. And all of that can be calculated in our food. Everything that we have in our kitchens can be calculated. Here in the United States and really in most places in the world, we eat anywhere between 500 to 1300 gallons of virtual water every day. That is tremendous. When I read that in the book, I looked over at my husband. I was like, I'm going to, I need to write a book. It's going to be called eat less water. I mean, it just came that instantaneous leap for me that I was going to write this book. And it was going to be based on what our water footprint is. I had new, no idea of how I was going to approach it, but I understood I needed to get out of the shower and into the kitchen and by extension, the farms and really look at how could I, as one eater, make an impact on water systems through my food. Going back to our virtual water footprint of food, if you were to look at it in terms of bathtubs. On the high end, you and I are eating, just one person, are eating up to 19 bathtubs of water every day in our food. I'm going to give you a few water footprint totals of food just to think about. I'm not going to give them all to you on the show notes. I'll have some more listed because it'll just get a little bit tedious. So one almond, which most of us know, is one gallon of water. One slice of bread is 11 gallons of water. An apple, 33 gallons. A cup of cooked rice, 50 gallons a pound of chicken, 468 gallons, a pound of cheese, 414 gallons, a pound of beef, 1,800 gallons, a pound of butter. This one always surprises me. It's 3,602 gallons of water. So you can see that as you go higher on the food chain, the water footprint totals increase as well. So that's important to know because for me, when I approach eating, I want to have more more foods that are lower on the food chain. So for example, a pound of lettuce, it's 10 gallons of water. So on my plate, I want more salads, more lettuce, and less chicken, less beef, more plants. And you know, the the reality is, is that's better for our diets too. This is a mirror of what's what's good for the planet, what's good for the river is also good for our bodies. I mean, you're going to hear that over and over again and have this understanding. It's not good for our bodies to have a ton of butter and a ton of cheese and a ton of beef. It's not. And it's not, it's better for our bodies to have more vegetables and more fruits, more plants, right? When you think about how to eat less water and you're thinking about your plate, consider lowering the water footprint by adding more plants to your plate on a daily basis. That is a tip I'm leaving you with today, is to increase the plants you're cooking in your kitchen, and you're choosing when you go to the re- when you go to a restaurant, and to decrease the items that are higher on the food chain, like butter, like um, cheese, like beef. Not to say you can't have those things, but we can lower the amount of water on our plate by eating lower on the food chain. So, that's the tip for the day is to look for some good recipes we know how to make recipes that use meat, which I think is why we lean at least for myself in my own kitchen. I lean on those recipes that have animal products because those are the recipes that were carried down from my mother and from her mother. And, you know, and so on. But for example, today I'm serving instead of enchiladas that have a bunch of cheese in them for a writer's group that I'm hosting. So instead of thinking about, okay, I'm going to make enchiladas, but I want to make them with more plants. So instead of using cheese, a bunch of cheese or even chicken or beef inside of the enchiladas, I make them With sweet potato, spinach, and a little bit of cheese on top to give it some of that cheese flavor, but not where it has to be this massive cheesy enchilada. That is a simple way to lower your water footprint on a weekly basis to increase your vegetables and your plants in your diet, which is good for the planet and it's good for us. So, bye for now. I will meet you back here on Mondays and Wednesdays. Be well. Let's stay connected. Sign up for my newsletter and receive more tips in your inbox weekly and 15% off your first purchase at the Eat Less Water shop. You can also find me on your favorite social media space at eatlesswater. Please remember to hit subscribe and leave a review, even if it's only the star rating, because every one of them will increase the chances of other like-minded folks to find us. Thank you for joining me on this journey to eat less water. Together, we will write the story of well-being for this planet we have the privilege to call home. Meet you back here every Monday and Wednesday. There is power in the collective.